Disclaimer. What you are about to hear is a lot of gibberish, wrong information, and off-topic ranting. You have been warned. Lilo DiCaprio can play the villa Michael B. Jordan to be Mrs. Star Earl Jake Jilly lose the smoke to Shisha We about to talk about Bushy Pictures Lilo DiCaprio can play the villa Michael B. Jordan to be Mrs. Star Earl Jake Jilly lose the smoke to Shisha We about to talk about Bushy Pictures Welcome to the show Your favorite actor My favorite actor our favorite, favorite actor. actor. You already know what that means. This is another episode of the Leo B. Gyllenhaal Whatchamacallit, the podcast where we're supposed to be talking about movies, but easily get off subject and get to talking about something else. But you can almost guarantee that we might maybe mention the individuals who make up the name of this here. John, you already know this. This is your boy, Leo Archibald, a.k.a. Young Denzel, a.k.a. O'Shea Bratz in the third, a.k.a. Slim Nady, a.k.a. Slim Pick Pick. A.K.A. A.K.A. Nebron James. A.K.A. Who else I is? I'd be Nady Crosby. I'd be uh, him. I'd be young Caesar Christ. I'd be that boy Silk Pajamas. I'd be Robert Balmain Jr. I'd be Belly Rollin'. Who else do I be? I be... Our only man. Leo B. Jalen Hall podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud.com slash The Great Musical is Joaquin Pennysworth, a.k.a. K. Pennysworth, a.k.a. Pusha K, a.k.a. Kayanya Fix My Life Van Zant, a.k.a. Kai Dollar Sign, a.k.a. Knife Guy, Booking Agent K, Young Black Phillip, Kayanya Taylor Joy, Fossil Man the Fitbit Messiah, Terry Hightower, Chevy K, a.k.a. Chorus Kojo, Station Wagon K, Chadwick Flossman, Cool Breeze, Thug Apatow, K The Truth, Kingpin, The Hibachi Chef, Hibachi, Hibachi, and uh, I haven't done this in two weeks, so, uh, sweet lady, would you be my sweet love for a lifetime, I'll be there. When you need me, just call and receive me, lady. Would you be my sweet love for a lifetime? I'll be there when you need me. Just call and receive me. Receive me like Tyrese was going to receive that money from Will and Jada that they uh-huh. were going to wire to him. <laughs> Allegedly. All right. Have you seen any movies since the last episode? Nope. <laughs> Short and sweet and to the point. Decimal. Already. Uh, Already spitting flames, I know. All right. I watched. Dragon. Dang, I forgot to use my new little. No, nope. Hold on, I'll get it. I'll get it together. Okay, I saw um, I saw a few movies over the week. First up, I seen Three Billboards in Ebbing, Missouri. That 
was a great movie. I was surprised by how surprised by how much I enjoyed it. It's definitely gonna be at the tail end of my list, meaning one of the top movies that I've seen this year because uh, it was great. The performances all around from the cast were great. What's her name? Uh, Frances McDormand. She was a lead. She killed it in the movie. She was able to show. No. Yeah, you the magic chef. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, but she was <laughs> she was able to show like a mix of confidence and vulnerability. She was showing that confidence when she was around people. She was showing that vulnerability behind closed doors, so you could really see the struggle that she was dealing with in the movie. It felt realistic and not made up. Uh, Sam Rockwell was also in the flick. He killed it. He'd be quietly always showing that he's one of the better actors out here doing it, but he don't be doing it in big movies so people don't recognize him. But he did a great job. He was playing this immature, slightly racist, slightly sexist cop, and he was able to show maturity throughout the movie after he hit a downfall. The movie is a mix. It's like a dark dramedy. had the humor, had the drama, and it also had a, a sense of surprise throughout the whole movie because it kept doing stuff that you were kind of like you didn't see coming, which made the movie even more entertaining. But I guess that's where the dark side of the movie comes. It was funny throughout. And I like how they balanced the humor and the drama because when the drama would come, it would feel a little off kilter because they just you spent this time laughing. So it made those surprise moments even more surprising because you were caught off guard. And it's just a great movie all around. I could definitely see this movie being nominated for um, the best picture or seeing some best actor, supporting actor nods coming from this flick. So when it finally gets released wide, anybody who has the opportunity should definitely go check it out. Next, I watched, where, where the movie's at? Watch Murder on the Orient Express. I was looking forward to this movie, and to keep it short and sweet, I was disappointed. <laughs> this was movie was kind of boring. The movie started out on a lighter tone than I expected. I mean, I should have known since Kenneth Bronner, Bronner, whatever his name is, his character has a funny mustache, so I should have known uh-huh. that some whimsical <laughs> stuff was going to be taking place, but still caught me off guard when the movie opened up all goofy. I was like, oh my gosh, what is this? So then that made the rest of the movie just not go as smooth. Kenneth Bronner, what, how, do you, how do you pronounce his name? Bronner. 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 His accent and his mustache were troubling me throughout the whole movie. It just, I couldn't understand what he was saying half the time, and his mustache was distracting. The investigation of the murder was boring. It was just like a step by step process. Nothing clever or good about it. Daisy Ridley was good, but she wasn't in the movie as much, and she was dating a black guy, so that was odd. Um. <laughs> They keep putting her with they keep pairing her with these black dudes. First it was John, now it's I think the dude's name is like Leslie or something. Yeah, they saw how the chemistry was with John Boyega and it was like Well it didn't carry over in this that. movie. Um <laughs> I thought the confined space that they were in with the train would have made for some compelling dialogue or something, but it didn't. The unveiling of the murder was disappointing. I did not like the route that they went. I like I swear movies be trying too hard when they should just give us Give us something simple and stop trying to hit us with these twists that nobody wants. Um, like I said the movie was disappointing. Mind you, I fell asleep, so that should tell uh-huh. you. But I fall asleep in all movies, so you gotta fall asleep. 
And this movie you definitely will fall asleep in. <laughs> um, and lastly, I tried to see this movie last weekend. The theater I went to was sold out. Went to this uh, theater, or went to see it again this weekend. I almost didn't see it because there was traffic on the way to the movies. We get to the movie. The guy ringing up our tickets was taking his sweet Mary time. Um, and we was running late already. So all signs was just pointing that this shouldn't be a movie we'd go see. But we actually made it pulled up to the theater, or pulled up in the theater just in time as the movie was about to start. That is a bad mom's Christmas. <laughs> Open it up by saying this movie is a lot worse than the first one. <laughs> At least the first one was funny. This one had jokes. But boy, oh boy, was I staring at the screen for a straight face <laughs> for a long amount of time. I was like, and when, when you, this movie, the Bad Moms came out last year, right? Uh-huh. So this one came out um a little more than 12 months after this one. So you would think that seems kind of rushed, especially for a sequel. And it has the generic holiday theme. And then. Uh-huh, that's what you got to do. And the storyline is generic. We had a movie about moms. It's only right that for the sequel, we get their moms to be in the movie and show uh-huh. where their craziness comes from. Daddy's home, too. Yeah. So we get two of those type of movies in one month. This movie comes off exactly like that. Lazy, rushed. They did it because the first one made a bunch of money. And they were like, all right, we'll throw this one out next year while people are still thinking about this movie. That's crazy. And we'll do it around the holidays to get that type of feel. <laughs> nah. At the, there was the, near the beginning of the movie, they were openly drinking alcohol in the mall. I thought that was odd. That's just not <laughs> stuff that comes around or goes around in real life. Um, there was a scene where they were decorating gingerbread houses and Mila Kunis gingerbread uh, house. Every time they would switch, like they would do like the little cuts in the scene from one person to the other. Every time they would go back to her, she would have like these little gumdrops on the house. Then it would come off the house. Then it would be on the house. Then it would come off the house. And that was driving me insane. I was like, okay, clearly somebody isn't paying attention in the editing room. The funniest person in the movie was Amy's mom. That's Mila Kunis' character. And I don't remember the actress's name. She was funny. Um, Susan Sarandon just felt like she took a check. Uh... <laughs> The other mom, she was all right, but she was just working with what they gave her. Mila Kunis wasn't that funny. Catherine Hahn, her name? Yeah. She was nowhere near as funny as she was in the first one. It's like they didn't even really come off as bad. It was like a lazier version of them being bad moms. Uh, Kristen Bell needed to just focus on the Frozen sequel and A Good Place. She really didn't need this movie. <laughs> And it just it was it just came off as lazy, and it definitely was a forgettable joint. And I will easily forget this joint. <laughs> and that was all I saw. So, keeping up with what we've been doing for the last two weeks, we've been uh, taking a popular or taking a person from this week who like who's been uh, or who's did something in the movie industry this week and dropped a movie or something. And then taking one of their movies and add them to the bracket that shall be named later. So the person that I got for this week is this week is your boy Kenneth Branagh. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna go through the movies of his that we've seen, and we're gonna pick the best if movie. He was in Wild Wild West. <laughs> he was in Wild Wild West. Well. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so looking look like we got a favorite, <laughs> but let's see what else he's been in. All right, so as I, this is just movies that he's acted in. Okay, not I'm a, directed. Yeah, so I'm going to go down. <laughs> he the directed w- a good movie. <laughs> he directed Thor. Uh-huh, that's what I'm saying. Uh-huh, so, not not this last one, though. Uh, I mean, I not know, this last what, movie. What was the, how'd he get Thor? <laughs> what did he do before I'm Thor? great in movies, but. 
Let's like see. It. As a director before Thor, he did some movie called Sleuth, As You Like It, The Magic Flute, Love's Labor Loss, Hamlet, In the Bleak Midwinter, Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, Much Ado About Nothing, Peter's Friends, Dedicated, Henry V or Henry V and Twelfth Night. Huh, they forced it. Yeah, so clearly they saw what he was doing on the little uh, circuit no one was paying attention to and just picked him. <laughs> All right, so to his movies that we've seen, there's a few of them. Not that one. Not that one. Not that one. Not that one. Uh, first step is Wild Wild West. Okay. The Road to El Dorado. Huh? Hey, here's another one. Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. Oh, yeah, he was on that. Uh, Valkyrie. Um, I, I seen my week with Marilyn. Um, I, I di- forgot about that one. I didn't see Jack Ryan's Shadow Recruit, but I saw pieces of it. Dunkirk and Murder on the Orient Express. So we'll go movie by movie. First up, it is Wild Wild West versus The Road to El Dorado. For Road to El Dorado, I mainly just remember that one line we continually rewound. There was always a kid's movie where I had one line that we rewound over (laughs) and over and over again. But uh, Wild Wild West got the Fresh Prince in it, so I'm going Wild Wild West. All and right. it had that big giant spider fight. <laughs> and it had a bunch of handicapped and racist jokes. Yeah, those are classic. They were downright mean to each other. <laughs> All right. Wild Wild West or Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets? <sighs> of course it got to be Harry Potter. <laughs> if we're going strictly which movies better. Harry Potter. <laughs> All right. Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets or Valkyrie? I mean, obviously, Harry Potter and Turner Secrets. What I was pausing on was thinking it's Valkyrie with Tom Cruise. Yeah, okay. I think so. I'm not even going to check. Cause, Harry Potter. Uh, my Week with Marilyn. You said you didn't. I, I never seen it, so. It definitely wasn't better than Harry Potter, <laughs> but it was, it was a cool little movie. Harry Potter. All right, Jack Ryan and the Shadow Recruit. I ain't seen be- it, but off of trailers, I can tell Harry Potter was better. <laughs> All right, and Dunkirk. I'm not even counting the Murder on Orient. Yeah, I ain't seen Dunkirk. I did, but I didn't love it like everybody else did. So, so definitely Harry Potter and Chamber of Secrets. All right, so Kenneth Branagh, your best movie was Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets, which is still one of my favorite Harry Potter movies, shockingly. Mm -hmm. But if I'm not mistaken, it's one of the worst reviewed ones beside the... Was it the first part of Deathly Hallows? Whatever, I ain't got to agree with y'all losers. All right, so I had... Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets to the now three long list of movies that will be thrown in a podcast, or not a podcast, a bracket that will be named later. <laughs> Jay Crowder just bounced that bad boy off his knee. <sighs> he is not playing like the Jay Crowder of Boston, and Boston is over there flourishing with or without Kyrie. <laughs> that is crazy. Because of Jason Tatum, rookie uh... of the year. All right, so, and then before we move on to everything else, I just got a couple uh, past episode reflections first up on episode 74 which i only listened to partly before the last episode um just want to mention that gerard butler got that punishment for that episode and that was the second punishment he got so gerard hey, butler gerard. Right here uh, i know you had two yeah he's over here he's quietly stinking up the joint who's up for mvp this year ansel got it last year didn't he i'm pretty sure he did but because he got it a bunch <laughs> And for him to be on my goodness, <laughs> he was taking L after L just for random reasons. Let me see if a name stands out. Uh, 
Is it Gerard's two from this year? Um, his last time he got it was episode episode thirty one. Yeah, so no, nope. oh yeah, I, I I did separate it. So yep, punishment for two thousand sixteen went to Ansel because he got it <laughs> three times that <laughs> from episode thirty five to thirteen, he got it three times. <laughs> and this year, let me see if a name has stand out. Ansel got it once this year. He did. Yep, for being at All Star Weekend. <laughs> Uh, uh, the the drive, I, the MVP might be the that drive-in theater that refused to show Beauty and the Beast because of that gay character. Because they, they we gave it to them twice. Brett Ratner got it before all the sexual misconduct thrown at him. Ansel got it twice this year. The second time was the stuff he was doing at the Billboard Music Awards. Oh yeah, that was deserved. <laughs> he was he was committing a bunch of crimes <laughs> early in the year before Baby Driver came out. Uh, <laughs> golly, <laughs> he was on a roll. Oh, <laughs> uh, right now it's between him and Ansel <laughs> gets it in the second year in a row after having a great year this year. That would be sad. Between him and that drive-in theater, up oh, and James Cameron. James Cameron got it twice. Uh, he might have. Yeah, did he get it any more times? Scan, scan, scan. Chris McKay got it twice. Oh yeah, he be talking out the side of his mouth. <laughs> um, did Warner Brothers get it twice? No, uni- that was Universal Pictures. Uh, Universal Pictures got it twice. <laughs> So we got some we got some options. I'm excited. It's gonna come down to the wire. Yes, y'all better not keep messing up, or it's gonna be uh we get to nominate between those who get it, and it ain't gonna be Ansel because yeah, getting it if it's two two two. Unless Ansel keeps putting up these darn pictures with his little one pectoral outer saying yeah. Stan is the nose with Eminem and whatnot. Yeah, I'm gonna stop looking at his stuff. All right, and then didn't have anything for 75. Then on episode 76, I had two things. First. We asked ourselves, is New Zealand in Australia? And I looked it up, because I still was unsure after the podcast. And apparently it's not. Uh, that is, that is, I, like, it's a long reason. or It's not even in one of the seven continents, which is very odd. And I'm not even going to describe how they organize it. And then we were talking about the Disney Fox situation, where Disney was possibly going to buy Fox, but that turned out not to be true. And they were saying how, like, how it would be if X-Men and stuff went over to Marvel. And it got me thinking, should one, should one like universe have all those superheroes in it? Because if they start adding all those superheroes, it takes away like what makes them special. Like if you had all the X-Men with Iron Man and Thor and Hawk and Ant-Man and Captain America and, Everybody from Agents of Shield and Black Panther and whoever and Captain Marvel, all those people, and if it's all going on around the same time, and if something bad happens, <laughs> it's just like all right, like uh, everything should start clashing more. I mean, I would definitely want to see it, but it, that just thought came ahead. Like all them, all them superheroes are in one universe. It's almost starting to become a norm. So you, it's just like takes away the pizzazz from it but yeah. i don't know i guess we'll never know because who knows if those pri- uh, properties will ever officially come together <laughs> but 
Anyways, before we move on to some random topics this week, you got a game or something you want to throw out there? Y'all know what this means. Talk to him. Mm-hmm. Where is it at? <laughs> this crib is in the Himalayas. Okay. Ain't no finding Clavo. This means it's another game of franchise player where I name. I have three categories or three rounds. I name four actors, actresses, or directors, and then four. I got mo- three rounds. <laughs> fidget spinner. That's very whack. Cause some <laughs> fidget spinners aren't don't even have. <laughs> Let me rephrase that. My, My fidget, fidget spinner. Four different movie franchises for each one. Occasionally, I may repeat movie franchises, but I think I may have, have either haven't done repeated one or just repeated one. So this week, I'm gonna switch it up. Instead of going actors first, I'm gonna go franchises first. So mm-hmm. that way, you can really set the let me tone set the head. mood right. So for the first round, I got Die Hard. Okay. Alex Cross series, so you know, along came Spider, all them, including yeah. the Tyler Perry one. Uh, Alien, mm-hmm. and American Pie. All right, so Die Hard, Alien, American Pie, and Alex Cross. Alex Cross. And then actors, we got Jim Parsons. Okay. TJ Miller. All right. Chadwick Boseman. All right. J.K. Simmons. <laughs> so you got Die Hard, Alex Cross, Alien, American Pie. And I got Chandler Parsons. <laughs> Whoa! You got, you got Chandler Parsons on the mind, obviously. Jim Parsons, I'm sorry. Nah. Chandler. Uh oh, okay. LeBron and Enos Cantor. Enos is about to catch that fade. I want to see LeBron punch somebody because I want to see if they'll act. <laughs> I want to see if they'll actually eject him. Yeah. <laughs> I doubt it, but uh, all right. So, Jim Parsons and either Amer- we'll start with him. Jim in American Pie, Die Hard, Alien, or Alex Cross. <laughs> I'm leaning towards right now. I'm leaning towards putting him in uh, Alien, and he's doing motion capture as one of the aliens. <laughs> oh, so it wasn't even Enos Cantor that started it. Who was it? Nick Nick Nick. Uh huh. You just mad because they he said pushed, he should have took Dennis Smith uh-huh. first. He pushed LeBron several times. <laughs> <laughs> he is mad because he said he shouldn't have went to the Knicks. The way Dennis Smith is playing, they should have got drafted by the Knicks. Oh, yeah. Even though I just used Dennis Smith on 2K and I am about to restart. Look at how these pushes did not affect LeBron. <laughs> A little man. Excuse me. Uh, not moving. Okay. <laughs> you keep pushing me? Okay. <laughs> like what? Like Enos, chill, fam. Chill, was chill. Until he got uh, somebody the same height as him, so he can look him in right. the eyes. Like, tell him to chill. You're not even looking me in my eye. Y'all about to kiss on the cheek. Uh-huh. <laughs> Who was the ones that NBA players that kissed by accident? It was Tristan and David West. Yeah, that they smooched, smooched on in the finals. That was yeah, super live TV. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, you might as well smooch during the Super Bowl then. Uh. <laughs> 
But uh, all right, so yep, I'm going with the surprise. I'm putting Jim Parsons, Parsons and Alien. Alien, and then we got Chadwick, TJ, and JK. JK, no, you know what? Chadwick going in Die Hard. He's passing the baton, or Bruce Willis is passing the baton okay. to Chadwick because we remember nobody remembers the the one with Jaya who who played his son. <laughs> He gonna find out that he had a, another son with some black lady, and that's Chadwick. And he gonna pass. They didn't. He was supposed to pass the baton to Ch- Jaya. Took that, that baton back. Uh-huh. Now we gonna pass it to, to Chadwick, son. and he gonna take over. And so then we have uh, T.J. Miller and J.K. Simmons with American Pie and Alex Cross. See, I thought Chadwick was going in Alex Cross as Alex Cross, but he could have, but. Uh, nothing. I'll never get over that little mini fro that Tyler Perry <laughs> yeah, had, had the a, last one. Had a glue on a little mini fro to him. Even though Morgan Freeman was in the first couple, I don't know. Uh-huh. So and th- what's his name? Matthew Broderick. No, that's uh, just McConaughey. The dude from Lost that played the villain in Alex Cross. He uh, transformed his body for that movie. That's embarrassing. It was ripped. I know hindsight is twenty twenty, but yeah. looking back on that, that's embarrassing. <laughs> but all right, so we put in T.J. Miller in American Pie. That's obvious because he can he fits well with that comedy. I'm not saying he's leading it. He'd play like the the chunkier version of Stifler for this new this new <laughs> generation of American Pie movies. And then that leaves J.K. Simmons with Alex Cross, and he is either playing the villain. Uh, nah, he he always plays like Lieutenant, the cop. Yeah. yeah. So this time he's playing the villain. Let and he's gonna be a villain who's in the movie more than the lead, just in case they get a bad lead in the yeah. movie. All right, so we're gonna move on to the next round. I'll recap everything at the end. The move or the franchises we have are Austin Powers, okay, Barbershop, and mm-hmm. that can include a Beauty Shop if you like. Mm-hmm. Chronicles of Narnia. Okay. And funny funny that you mentioned it earlier, Jack Ryan. All right, so we got Jack Ryan, Austin Powers, Beauty Shop, and... Who else played Jack Ryan? Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck played Jack Ryan? I believe so. Let me do I, that research. I know the last one was Chris Pine, if I'm not mistaken. And then John Krasinski is playing on the TV uh-huh. show, which I'm not watching. So it was Beauty Shop. Uh, Barbershop, Beauty Shop, Austin Powers, Chronicles of Narnia, Chronicles Jack Narnia. Ryan series. All right. Let me see who, real quick, who played him in the movies. It's been, oh, yep. It was Alec Baldwin, mm-hmm. Harrison Ford, okay. Ben Affleck, Chris Pine, and now John Krasinski. All right. Well, I guess the other dudes were very forgettable. How many... Why is it uh, Ben keep- Affleck only did one. Mm-hmm. Alec Baldwin did one. Harrison Ford at least did two. Harrison Ford has did every. He's played every white <laughs> action person out there. That's fine. Why do they keep going with Jack Ryan? Yeah, it doesn't it seem like other it's Tom Clancy, it's, Clancy properties. It's a knockoff James Bond. Huh? <laughs> All right, and your actresses for those roles in those movies are Ashley Tisdale. Okay. Vanessa Hudgens. Mm-hmm. Megan Good, okay, and Millie Bobby Brown. We already know Megan Good going to Beauty Shop, <laughs> and it is Beauty Shop, and we bring Queen Latifah back, okay. And Megan Good's gonna be that new little sassy, funny uh, <laughs> beauty person, whatever the beautician. 
Ashley Tisdale, Vanessa Hudgens, and who was the last one? Millie Bobby Brown. And then we got Narnia, Jack Ryan, Austin Powers. Mm-hmm. Vanessa Hudgens going in Austin Powers. <laughs> Still with Mike Myers. She uh, will be the love interest. I can see that. Now I'm just very concerned that we're Ashley Tisdale. <laughs> that leaves her with uh, Jack Ryan or Chronicles of Narnia. She's going in Jack Ryan. She can get lost in this forgettable movie that they're going to make. Okay, good. I, I want her as like the... Nah. <laughs> Billy Bobby Brown, perfect for Carnival. Mm-hmm. She young. That's a movie for young people. Then Ashley Tisdale will just be the love interest in Jack Ryan. She'll get like kidnapped or something. And then Jack Ryan will have to save her. And then that leaves... Millie Rock Bobby Brown for uh, <laughs> for Chronicles of Narnia. She'll play the lead kid in whatever story they decide to pick from those mm. books. And then, bam. All right, we'll move on to the next little grouping. Uh, this time I'll go with the directors first, which is... Hold on, let me double check something. I bust a freestyle while I'm looking. <laughs> I come through. Lamborghini. Kung Fu. What? Jumping up and down. Pogo. Stick. Oh, okay. This yeah. is what you're gonna bring then. logo. Might as well hit the silence. With the go-go. Yeah, I'm saying. I'm about to really get it, shake it, snow globe. Kyle Corver for six, man. That's all I gotta say. I'm over here with a Luna. Okay. Okay. And you gotta stop giving them bars away for free. Yeah. First director is David Gordon Green from, you know, Pineapple Express, uh, Vice Principals, Eastbound Down. Which I just watched the final episode of that today. <laughs> uh, the Wachowski Sisters. Okay. Elizabeth Banks. Mm-hmm. And Patty Jenkins. Was that five? That was four. David Gordon Green, Wachowski Sisters is one. Elizabeth Banks and Patty Jenkins. Okay. And then the movies you have, Nightmare on Elm Street, mm-hmm. Avatar, mm-hmm. Sex in the City, mm-hmm. and Triple X. <laughs> I'm going on a whim here. <laughs> the Wachowski sisters are doing Sex in the City. <laughs> That means Elizabeth Banks is getting a big property because I uh-huh. thought she was going to be with Sex in the City. Nah, because she did. Wachowski Sisters, <laughs> Sex in the City. Because Elizabeth Banks, she keeps moving up. She did Pitch Perfect 2. She about to do Charlie's Angels. So she's just going to keep going up. They're doing that because clearly action movies aren't working for them anymore. <laughs> so they need to try a new gig. They need to f- f- they need to find their feminine tone. And they're going to try it with this new Sex in the City. And it's going to be four new girls, because the original four, yeah, yeah. they're very old, <laughs> and they do not get along in real life at all. So they're going to just find some fresh blood. I don't even know who would be in it if they're ca- if they're casting it. But um, <laughs> All right, so they have David Gordon Green, uh, Elizabeth Banks, Banks, and Patty Jenkins. And then what's left? You got Nightmare on Elm Street, mm-hmm. Avatar, and Triple X. Is David Gordon Green the one that's working on... A Halloween, yeah, with uh, uh, Danny McBride. All right, so I'm just gonna envision that Halloween is gonna be a success, which means they're gonna try to pigeonhole him into fixing all these horror past successful movies. So next will be Nightmare on Elm Street. Okay. Freddy is gonna be funny again, but not corny funny like he was being in some of those old movies. 
Um, next we have Patty Jenkins and Elizabeth, Elizabeth Banks for With Avatar. Avatar Triple X. Very concerned. This is a tough one. I should have did Catherine Bigelow. That way, if you paired Catherine Bigelow up with Avatar, her ex-husband yeah. is James Cameron. Yeah, they can fight on set. <laughs> uh, I'm going to shockingly put Patty Jenkins with Avatar, <sighs> which leaves Elizabeth Banks to Ooh. deal with Vin Diesel. <laughs> I just want to see how those meetings will go. I can kind of see almost that after Charlie's Angels come out. That would be that's in like the same realm, but I just want to see Charlie's her. Angels. Vin Deep. Diesel as a either Charlie or Bosquel or Bosley. <laughs> Boswick, Bosley, yeah, Bosley. <laughs> uh, Vin Diesel has Vin Diesel in a movie where he's not doing action that has action in it. He did that. Uh, oh yeah, with action in it. But he did that movie where he's a lawyer and he had a little hat. Oh, that little hat, hair hat. He better never do that again. Ain't nobody trying to see Vin Diesel do serious role. It's, it cracks me up when they do movies and they have to put wigs on people where it's obviously their hair. If they're bald, their hair not growing in that manner. Uh. So yeah. So Patty Jenkins, she's working her way up. She's done. Did she do? Did she do Game of Thrones? Or was that somebody? No, that was Alan Taylor. That was a, that was the dude from Thor too. Yeah. I don't know what she's done, but she's done <laughs> Wonder Woman. She made that movie good, so it's time to see what she can do with Avatar, another property that has been having its uh, delays. And that leaves Elizabeth Banks with Triple X. And like I said, simply for the fact that I just want to see how her and Vin Diesel would interact in coming <laughs> up with that movie. Because, you know, Vin Diesel might not be the director, but he gets all the say. So, <laughs> that's what I'm going to go with. All right. So, to recap, we have Jim Parsons starring in Alien doing motion capture. We got T.J. Miller as the new Stifler in American Pie. Chadwick Boseman is the heir of, um, uh, what's his name? Die Hard. <laughs> it's like, uh, Why do I have Bruce Willis in Die Hard. I don't even remember his character. And J.K. Simmons plays the villain in the new Alex Cross film. We have Ashley Tisdale playing a background woman in Jack Ryan. <laughs> we have Vanessa Hudgens as Mike Myers' love interest in Austin Powers. Megan Good is the new sassy member of the beauty shop. <laughs> uh, Millie Bobby Brown is the lead child in a new Chronicles of Narnia movie. We got David Gordon Green following up Halloween with Nightmare on Elm Street. We have the Wachowski sisters taking a left turn. <laughs> Like their life did as um, directed Sex and the City reboot with all four lady, new ladies. We got Elizabeth Banks um, pairing up with Vin Diesel to create the fourth in the Triple X series. Yep. And we have Patty Jenkins continuing to move it on up and taking the realms moving of Avatar away from James Cameron. Waiting for them James Cameron allegations to get slapped yeah, in his face. Was coming. Kate Winslet about to come out the woodwork. <laughs> like, he made me be new in a PG-13 movie. That's weird. And he forced the movie to be PG-13, because that <laughs> wouldn't fly nowadays. Yeah. Anyways. <sighs> oh, y'all didn't know I was coming back to back. Drake. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Y'all know what this means. It's a game of brother, brother, or brother, where I named two... Um, sibling actors, actresses, or directors, as well as a third option, and I give you a movie synopsis and a role, and you have to tell me who should play in that role. But 
I think I am running out of <laughs> acting and director siblings, but so I'm going along the lines of themes, but I am not changing the uh, <laughs> title of this game. <laughs> but for this theme, I'm sure you'll figure it out. So, first movie. The daughter of an ex-Marine is kidnapped. Mm-hmm. Now, the ex-Marine will stop at nothing, nothing to get his daughter back. Okay. One, this sounds like one of the Marine movies that's already, that's already Probably. made. But who should play the Marine? Okay. Hulk Hogan. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Okay. Or Michael B. Jordan. It's a tough one because it's definitely not Hulk Hogan. <laughs> uh, I just is... wanted to see you out there tomorrow. I mean, it would depend. <laughs> do you want this to go to theaters or do you want this to go on like... Hallmark or Don't something. Don't to play him like he didn't star in Three Ninjas High Noon. Exactly. <laughs> he also starred in one of the Rockies. Uh-huh. Uh, this is meant for Dwayne. I remember I started wearing my hats backwards because of Three Ninjas. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, you don't act like Tiger didn't make you do that. He started nah. the whole snap snapback craze. <laughs> uh, it's meant for Dwayne, but... I'm gonna ride with Michael B. Dang, he's gonna flex his his uh. He, he used to, ring. Yep, he was starring Jughead's five. <laughs> Jarhead, yeah, Jarhead's. <laughs> Jughead's Jarhead's. At this point, it's all one and the same. Uh, Jughead's a character on Riverdale. Uh-huh. Cole Sprouse. Wait, yeah, <laughs> I would have said Dylan. So <laughs> it could be Dylan. I just keep going. Dang, with Cole. I wonder if some days when we wake up in the morning. <laughs> Hey, I don't feel like going to set. Go do it for me. Especially because whoever the chunky one was lost the weight, so they look back looking the same. Probably like a crack addict. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, this is right up Dwayne's alley. But go Michael B, because right. he knows how to interact with daughters in movies, clearly. Uh-huh. We've seen Fruitville Station. I hope it don't end the same. Yeah, I mean, it's a Michael B movie, so he might die. Yeah, he might. Uh, he died that's for his how, country. That's how I know he's going to die in Black Panther. You better not. They don't kill anybody, so or they do kill the villains. I feel like they're gonna pair up at the end I want and then him to fight be, something bigger. Yeah, I want him to be in more movies. Yeah, he need to be in Avengers, but it, he hasn't said anything about being in the Avengers yeah, movies. So he ain't in it. It's been Black Panther and one of his bodyguards has been in it. Or they could do it. Chadwick Boseman is not young. So yeah. they could have just got him for one movie. And then at the end, he passes the throne mm-hmm. to Bray, man. He cutting him off in the next one. Yeah, he got, he got to go just the regular hair. Because there's a bunch of different Black Panthers. or They passed the mantle off. So get, you, get up. I ain't got time for no more injuries. That's what happens when you got O-Team. Brittle bodies. <laughs> so yeah, I'm going to go with Michael right, B. Michael B. starring in this Marine movie. Now the next movie. Uh, <clears throat> running low on cash, uh father goes to his last resort to support his daughter two daughter films okay he becomes a nanny comedy ensues as mayhem and wackiness occurs due to his poor ability to care for children as a babysitter who should play this man that's the babysitter dave batista all right john cena or michael b jordan it's definitely not Michael B because Wacky and Michael B don't go together. He's too cool. Uh, this is seeming like a John Cena movie, mm-hmm. but we saw Dave Bautista flex his acting chops in Guardians of the Galaxy movies. <laughs> and then he does the serious stuff with James Bond and uh, Blade Runner. 
So now it's time to see him lead a comedy and see how well he can fare in that. <laughs> so I'm going with Dave Batista. Okay, Dave Batista. Who played his daughter? Little girl. That's too hard. I don't even know why I asked that question. <laughs> I was going to say the little girl who was in Annabelle and uh, Ouija 2. Because that's the first little girl that just came to mind. She needed to branch away from doing these scary movies. <laughs> do a little something funny. funny. All right, and that's brother, brother, bro- brother's brother. Bro- brother's brother. Brother, brother, brother. <laughs> Like I should have, I should have picked Hulk Hogan for that one because he always says "brother." Uh huh. That's how I initially <laughs> got it to come to my head, and I was like, "Who else says brother?" And I gave up with wrestlers. Yeah, but they all—that's just in your contract. You gotta say brother. Hulk Hogan races too. So. Uh huh. Um. Uh, all right. So move on to some topics we have for this episode. We ain't said it yet. But this is the week Justice League comes out. Oh, yeah. We're making a big hubbub for quiet that. Now. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of weird. Because it has been coming out for two years. Mm-hmm. So, but we've been talking about this movie for so long. So much different rumors have come. Mm-hmm. Some have gone. More have come. More have gone. But now let's just get into some uh, Justice League info. Okay. Before the movie drops this Thursday, which I will be trying to see it this Thursday. <sighs> All right, where am I at? So. First up, let's talk about the budget. Apparently, the budget is now uh, being rumored to be $300 million, <laughs> thanks to some ridiculous reshoots that had to be done. Okay. Um, according to some article, I ain't shouting y'all out, Zack Snyder and screenwriter Chris Terrio did a last-minute rewrite of Justice League before initially going into production March of 2016. The purpose of the re- rewrite was to make the film, quote-unquote, less serious and more Hopeful, <laughs> that just sounds depressing, <laughs> than its dour predecessor, Batman vs. Superman. After the movie finished shooting in October, mm-hmm. Snyder delivered his first cut. The studio felt Snyder had improved the tone, but more work still needed to be done to lighten it up and to bring it under two hours. <laughs> That's asking a lot of uh, Zack Snyder, yeah. especially a team-up movie. Bringing a team-up movie under two hours sounds like a very yeah. tough task. Josh Wheaton, who was already working on Batgirl at the time, was brought aboard to do the rewrites, and now he eventually directed the expensive reshoots after, we all know, Snar- uh, Zack Snyder's daughter passed away. The reshoots is what helped balloon the budget over $300 million. And word, of the, uh, word from those who have seen the film suggests that you can easily spot the parts that Wheaton shot in the sm- parts that Snyder shot because <laughs> Wheaton's parts are dialogue heavy and Snyder's parts are amped up with a bunch of action. And they said a lot of work had to be done to integrate the two tones of the movie to make them feel like they're one. Lord. All right. Keep it pushing. Uh, although it said that earlier screenings of Justice League were not successful, the new screenings have reportedly earned high test scores around this, like around Wonder Woman area, saying Ezra Miller as Flash, even though he won't be called Flash in the movie, uh, is being heralded as the breakout character. Oh. Warner <laughs> originally saw Justice League as their most important tentpole of the year, but after the surprise success success of both Wonder Woman and It, the studio they say the studio no longer needs Justice League to overachieve <laughs> that hard, so they really don't care. And it is expected to open a little more than a hundred million. 
keeping it pushing on still with Justice League. The article also notes that aside from James Wan recently wrapped Aquaman and Patty Jenkins' Wonder Woman 2, which is in pre-production, no other films are locked into the DC Extended Universe slate, even though that's not their name. There's a 13-month gap between Justice League and Aquaman. And they're using a they're using 2008 as a quote unquote reset year for the studio <laughs> to recalibrate their slate and come with more filmmaker driven pictures focused on individual characters. They are deviating from their Marvel Studios competition by dumping the corporate mandate to put out particular films in a certain order. Right now, their priority is the Flashpoint solo movie okay. with Ezra Wheaton's Batgirl. Matt Reeves' solo Batman movie, which Ben Affleck just came out recently and said he's contemplating doing. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) The Green Lantern Corpse Corpse film, which still isn't uh, starring uh, Tyrese. Um, Hey, Tyrese, you've ruined everything. (laughs) Two different Joker movies, one with Jared Leto and Margot Robbie, and one is the Todd Phillips one. That is hilarious. Um... And then before we move or get into get into that, here's some uh, info on the Cyborg and Flash movies. This could this might lead to some candidates for punishment segment. So the cast offered their takes or their updates on the Cyborg and Flash movies. Let's start with Ezra. Mm-hmm. He said, and I quote, "There's a lot in development for sure." I think after people... I'm sorry, this isn't Ezra. This is Ray Fisher, who plays Cyborg. See, that's how forgettable he is. Uh, There's a lot of development for sure. I think after people see Ezra's performance, they'll be banging down the door for a Flash film. I don't like the way you said that. (laughs) Jason Momoa. He said, I giggled so much. Now imagine somebody as big as Jason Momoa saying giggled. (laughs) It sounds funny. But he was like, Stupid ads. Move. All right. Then Jason Momoa, he said, I giggled so much. It's so fun to belly up and laugh with when your friends are just killing it. Flash is amazing. Then Ezra said, I think there's going to be a... He- <laughs> I can't imagine this dude said. <laughs> I think there's going to be a huge... I think there's going to be a huge demand for Cyborg's film as well (laughs) because of the emotional gravity this brings. (laughs) Mind you, in all the reviews I've read so far, they say Cyborg is one of the... (laughs) One of the worst parts of the movie. Uh, He's definitely the worst of the Justice League characters. Uh, Ezra continued to say... Let me just reread the whole quote. He says, I think there's going to be a huge demand for Cyborg's film as well because of the the emotional gravity this brings. It's what we find in the Nolan Batman movies. Ray brings this level of artistry to this role that's so exciting. <laughs> Nothing about him says exciting. Look, we never know anything, to be perfectly honest with you. They keep us in the dark. So, with all that said, and also... Um, let me go. I'm not, not finish it. I'll go to. I'll read the early thoughts. You know, before I read that, what is your? Uh, what do you take off of that info that I just all that uh, heapful info I just threw at you? 
I don't know why, for some reason, I don't want the movie to be good. Because <laughs> I, I think mainly because I don't want them to continue to get ahead of themselves and yeah. keep making more movies. I ben Affleck, I also read that, that he's thinking about doing this, and he's all, he out of his mouth this time. <laughs> trying to figure out the proper way to bow out of the <laughs> He even did it yet. He's already trying to leave. <laughs> he's trying to figure out the perfect time because he's... He already said, can't do these forever. I ain't yeah. quoting exactly. I don't know exactly what he said. <laughs> he he must see the writing on the wall. He's played it tw- three times, but tech- really only twice. And he is trying his hardest not to do it a fourth. But that if he, is hilarious. If they do a, one movie, they're killing him off. Uh-huh. Or they're he's going to lie and say, I'll do a trilogy, and we're only going to get one movie, maybe two. The fact that they already about to have to reboot this... <laughs> Or reboot Batman. Y'all already rebooted it super fast anyways. Yeah. And then that all that stuff about a cyborg, I know that's not true. <laughs> As for Miller still in the show, I'm assuming, because he's the one funny person out of all that darkness. So <laughs> in comparison to like a Marvel movie, he probably wouldn't be yeah. nothing special. He would just fall in line with everybody else. Yeah. So then... <laughs> I don't know why that cyborg quote cracks me up. Everybody <laughs> will be, I don't know why he true. said it, but everybody's going to be begging for a cyborg movie is how I took that. Banging down the door for a cyborg movie. That is not going to happen. <laughs> he had the audacity to compare it to the vibe of the Christopher Nolan Batman movies. That's bananas. <laughs> Chill. <laughs> That's uh, not happening. Uh, so do you think the, the budget was actually around $300 million? I wouldn't be shocked. That's crazy. All that uh, CGI that they had to do for those, uh, from what looks like big action scenes. Look at, we are, we got Tim Hardaway Jr. going over to our side of the court, shimmying, shaking. (laughs) (laughs) This is, this is what our season is at. We got the Knicks Uh showboating. Enos Kantar got the audacity to come into our faces like this. I can't ain't wait. Af- ain't afraid no more. I can't wait till the playoffs to start because this regular season is too much of a hassle. And I'm sure uh, Dougie McBuckets is shutting down Bron Bron. Okay. Look at him. they the same height, same build. Okay. Look at them arms. I see no sort of definition <laughs> whatsoever. That's because the muscles all on the inside. It doesn't come through the skin. Oh, Lord Jesus. McBuckets. But yeah, with <laughs> That's another nickname. <laughs> I'm sleeping Doug on it. Catnap. McD- that is everybody's favorite punchline. I got so much good feedback from that. It's really not. But uh, <laughs> on the part of Justice League wanting them to fail, I think part of them wanting them to fail is how they came out of the gate so cocky before they yeah. really even proved anything. And that is annoying. I was reading over at uh, in Marvel, they, uh, Kenneth Branagh said in the studio, they were saying that Thor was a make it or break it movie for them. And when I first read that, I was like, what? They don't seem accurate. But before that, they came out with two Iron Mans and the Hawk. So I guess the Hawk wasn't successful oh, yeah. or memorable to people. And the first Iron Man was made a bunch of money and was beloved, but the second one wasn't beloved and it still, but it still made a bunch of money. So I guess jumping over to the the out of Earth portion of the Marvel universe, I guess I guess you can look at it as make or break but looking at it now it don't seem like it uh-huh. it's all natural but so yeah with justice league they like i said they just came out the gate 
so confident and the movie they had wasn't even should they shouldn't even be really confident of it they took so long to drop batman versus superman only for us to get this movie that was very disappointing so uh, they need to humble themselves and and if we able to just restart this whole universe i'll be happy with that so <laughs> i want it to be good because i like i like the dc like just the comics and stuff and i like i like comic book movies and i just i want to see good movies but if it's bad, I won't mind saying it. Yeah. And they got Ezra Miller playing Flash. So, all right. So, moving on to some early thoughts from people who've seen the movie already. They they had, uh, there's like a certain embargo thrown on it, so they can't be too detailed. But they were able to give some general statements. So, here's just a couple of tweets that some people have who've seen the movie said. First person said saw justice league here's what i thought there are a ton of things i changed but it comes down to this i had a blast i got to see the team together and i had fun watching it ezra miller steals the show or steals the movie and wonder woman was perfect next person here it goes justice league is super thin and has some very weak cg but it's got (laughs) a heart and it's in a positive vibe that works overall i had a pretty good time and i'm looking forward to seeing more of these characters okay next so i saw justice league twice Still under embargo, but this is a fun superhero flick. Funny, but still hero adventures. Reminds me of Justice League Unlimited episodes. Likeable interaction amongst the recognizable heroes. There is a villain problem. Uh, (laughs) Next person. Justice League is fine. It's more coherent and less... (laughs) <laughs> idiosyncratic than idiosyncratic than Batman versus Superman, which I love. So make of that what you will, and tries very hard to light up on the gloom and doom of DC universe. There are jokes and everything. Mm. Next person, Justice League is fun, bumpy ride that succeed succeeds in character but fails in narrative. It's a mixed bag of execution that's saved by the actors who rise above the shortcomings to deliver an engaging, funny, hopeful yet flawed entry to the DCU. Um. Next person, Justice League is okay. It's fun. The characters are enjoyable, and cast has good chemistry together. I want to see more from them down the line. It looks like a Snyder film, but sounds and plays like a Whedon one. It has a, it has lots of issues, though. That I'll get into when the review embargo lifts sometime next week, but the good news is that Justice League, Justice League entertains. If Batman vs. Superman turns you off, then consider Justice League a palate cleanser. Um, let's see. Justice League is not a retread to the pre-Wonder Woman DCU. It takes zero chances and is safe. Die Hard should be happy. Uh, another person, Justice League is okay. Narratively, it's a mess. And <laughs> the stakes don't work. And the villain isn't great. However, the heroes are great. It's funny. And there's some surprisingly effective character work. I didn't yeah. love it. But there are good enough good pieces to excite me for the future. So basically, if Josh Wheaton did not come and write dialogue, yeah, he this didn't make was the, going to be a disaster. <laughs> he didn't make the characters fun. Now here's another one. Justice League is better than expected, but not a home run. The interaction between the team is a lot of fun. The film sends <laughs> yep. the DCU in a hopeful direction in line with where the brand should be headed. Flash and Aquaman steal the show. Cyborg and Villain are the weak links. <laughs> they refuse to call him Steppenwolf. Uh, let me pull one more. Uh, Justice League is a solid entertainment despite some problems. They pulled off a strange alchemy that works better than it should. The story is lacking, but the league is great, and it's a blast to watch them in action together. Wonder Woman is clutch, obvi. Uh, any other one that stood out? Oh, that's funny. 
Uh, here's our, I think this was a negative one. Nothing could save Justice League from its loud, ugly, tacky self. Not Wonder Woman, not a wide-eyed Ezra Miller, not Josh <laughs> Wheaton's quippy teardown and rebuild or tear down and rebuild. And Henry Cavill's mustache is mustache is actually an issue. They gave him. <laughs> They gave him this person, even though everybody know he in the movie. <laughs> yeah, they gave him uncanny valley face. It's a rough ride. More, it's a lot of fun. It has problems. Uh, another person compared <laughs> it to the. Is actual <laughs> Here's another negative one. Justice League is clunky and uneven, <laughs> but it also gets the characters right and has a lot of fun along the way. Okay. Right. <laughs> So he said it's a it's a very small but very vital step forward. Um, so basically, what they're all saying is you're gonna like the cast. You're gonna have to put the uh, <laughs> the villain, the CGI, the plot, and <laughs> everything else to the side and cyborg. That's what they get for not casting uh, Terrence Howard or somebody. <laughs> C- cyborg is gonna be in the movie more than Superman over Green Lantern. Yeah. I I guess if there was a character you had to wait to bring in Green Lantern, I guess it would have to be. Yeah, because if you wait to bring in Cyborg, that builds no anticipation. That's true. You could just throw him in there. But they got they got a hit at Green Lantern right now, <laughs> and they they can't do like they'll bring him in the second one. There are I mean I read somewhere where somebody says that there are or they don't say if it's actually a Green Lantern, but they do make mention of him. I still think that trailer where Alfred says you've made it here finally, or hopefully you're not here too late. I still think he's referring to Green or a Green Lantern. Okay. Him talking about Superman, it just wouldn't line up right. But I guess we'll see this Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or Sunday when we go <laughs> see the flick. Mm-hmm. So what else do you make of uh, those early reviews? Is it got you worried? Is it right in line with what you were thinking? Or sound like it's gonna be. Close to split down the middle, even though most of them were veering up despite all them bad things they said about the movie. <laughs> I think I feel like a lot of them were trying to they were trying to just look at the bright side. They're probably just tired of just drilling on DC. Like <laughs> they they tried, so they got the characters right thanks to Josh Whedon. But yeah, so I'm I'm just ready to see it. I I give credit when credits due, so I'll watch it, judge accordingly. Obviously, we know it's not gonna be the best superhero movie yet <laughs> without even seeing it. That's a, definitely probably won't be the best DC movie, but yeah, I'm ready to just see it. I'm, I'm looking forward to. It. I'm, I'm I am mad that it is about two hours, which means it's under two hours when it comes to all the movie. Because I know the credits uh-huh. got to yeah, be ten minutes. Million dollars, all that people working <laughs> on it. Uh, you got Zack Snyder's whole team, then you got Josh Wheaton's whole team, uh-huh. and then apparently there's two end credit scenes, so you got to stay yep. for the whole thing. So it won't be that long, but. This is, I mean, it, these reviews actually give me hope because Batman vs Superman was such, it was, it felt so just derided by everybody. So seeing that the characters are actually f- like enjoyable and it's not really coming off in the trailers. So seeing that much brings hope, and I'm hoping I'll still enjoy this CGI clunky action fest that they throw in there. So I'm, and it gives you something to look forward to with Henry Cavill's mustache. Yes, that's I why. I gotta I, see that. I better not. I hope she's being dramatic because I do not <laughs> want to notice his mustache. The fact that they had to work around his mustache is crazy in itself. Yeah, and I just still want to. I can't wait for Mission Impossible to come out to see why he needs that mustache so bad. 
They can't put a fake mustache on him for that movie. They couldn't have just cut him out the movie. I swear, if his role is not big, his role could have been easily written off. Especially when Tom Cruise had that injury. Right. He, they could have written that off real quick, but we gonna see. We gonna see. I needed mustache where they couldn't cut it. <laughs> yeah, I don't, we gonna see. And if they, if you really do notice that the mustache was there. You people in the editing room, y'all suck. <laughs> y'all can't get rid of that mustache. Right. Lord Jesus. So, all right, I wouldn't even want to have seen him playing Superman with the mustache if I was on set. <laughs> like, I can't act right now. Like, I can't. He's throwing me off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that probably will look weird. They got to put, like, some skin-colored tape over that mustache uh. or something. All right. So, Justice League is coming out this weekend. <laughs> this is... I'm ready. I'm going to be bumping that M. Uh, bumping that M on the way to see Justice this would be the most depressing weekend if Eminem doesn't come out on Friday and Justice League is trash. <laughs> I'll be driving from silent. <laughs> I'll be so mad. <laughs> oh, I'll be so mad. This would be another Kendrick Lamar situation all over again. <laughs> J. Cole surprised us with an album. <sighs> all right, staying on the DC side of things, your boy Black Adam might debut in Suicide Squad 2. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> just do y'all do whatever y'all want to. I'll just come and watch the movie. This, according to rumors, it would play out as Task Force X would go. Um, just call him the Suicide Squad. <laughs> would go looking for a weapon of mass destruction. That ma- weapon of mass destruction would turn out to be Black Adam. <laughs> so he, they say he wouldn't. Um, so why would they spoil it? Because that's what people do. <laughs> so Dwayne Johnson wouldn't be in the movie that much. So I guess it would just be something towards the end. So, is this where you want to see Dwayne Johnson's Black Adam, or do you want to see it in a different movie? I mean, this would be one of the rare chances we would get to see him, so <laughs> might as well put him in this crazy movie where you already got to pay Will Smith about $50 million to be in. Man, if I'm seeing a Dwayne Johnson Will Smith movie, I want to see a Dwayne Johnson Will Smith. Bad Boys. He, he, they could make him the villain, and then join the team, and then now we got three Bad Boys, and then... They could Another turn movie. Bad Boys into Fast and the Furious. They really could. Easy. Yep. Because Bad Boys ain't just limited to two people. Did you see? For one, we probably talked about this on the podcast. I think we're going to make that Bad Boys spinoff show. They are. Oh, with Gabrielle Union. Union. That sounds trash. Please. <laughs> Please. Wack. Do not make that. Because why does her character need a spinoff? They could just make it. If they want to make a Gabrielle Union show, just make your Gabrielle Union yeah. show. Make another Forgetting Mary Jane or yeah, Being, being Mary, Mary Jane, Jane, whatever that trash is called. That 50, they blaming 50 Cent for getting canceled. <laughs> he said he's going to come on there and change some stuff. <laughs> if 50 Cent really is over there destroying BT because he has one show on there, said, that is hilarious. He said he's getting rid of, what's that show called? Chapters? Tales. Tales. <laughs> <laughs> I have not watched it since it came back on, but it's on the DVR. Uh, but yeah, we I don't I don't ever see us getting an actual Black Adam solo flick. Yeah, so get him in while you can. He's not just League. He's <laughs> an Aquaman. Unless you got Aquaman going under sea and uncovered treasure chest and <laughs> Dwayne Johnson's laying up under it. And he's he's not in Shazam where he should be. So That's crazy. They I think who oh yeah, they cast Mark Strong as the villain in Shazam. Mark Strong is really trying to get this villain, this yeah, villain it's not working comic for book you. movie popping off. He has played a villain in a, so many. <laughs> he was like, a Green Lantern didn't really work out for me, so I guess I'll try again <laughs> with this Shazam. Oh, man. But Shazam is already an iffy property. 
that one's shaky. They got a shaky actor. We don't know who gonna, what he's going to look like. Yeah, so throw Black Adam in there. It really, I don't get why he's not there yeah, they, playing the villain. They should. They they over here playing their cards like they got mad uh, movies down the line that they need to worry about. Y'all need to worry about the movies you have right now. If you got to throw all your marbles at this one movie, y'all should do that. But It really is weird why they ain't putting him in Shazam. Yeah, so him being in Suicide Squad too. I mean, like you said, like we gotta see him somewhere and actually get the chance to see him. Suicide Squad two is almost the only option that we have left, so I definitely wouldn't mind it. But like I said, if I'm gonna see a Dwayne Johnson Will Smith movie, I want to see Black Adam actually be a part of the team. He can replace like a Jaya or some somebody who's not needed. And they're still talking about Jared Leto's gonna be back. No. Sans Margot Robbie, I don't, I don't really. This is about to be. <laughs> Will Smith about to have to carry. I want Will. This I don't. By himself. I wouldn't mind if he had to carry it if he was a different character, yeah. a character who's more known as a leader and stuff in the comic books. Make Will Smith play Black Adam and then give him his own solo film right now. Make Will Smith just change him into Green Lantern, or, and then he wouldn't be part of Suicide God. Just make, just make Will Smith Green Lantern. And he can play Dash out if you want to still. And Cyborg. You know how much the anticipation would rise if, if Will was, Smith was Cyborg? Yeah. It would be. Much different. There would be no. And he would kill it. Uh-huh. <laughs> Even if his character was boring. Yep. There would be no. He would be funny. Naturally funny. Unlike I'm sure Ray Fisher's forcing himself to <laughs> make us laugh. <laughs> I don't even know about that. They said he says his catchphrase in the movie. I don't want to hear him do it now. I know he's boring. <laughs> he probably goes, booyah. <laughs> I want some screaming. You already know he's about to pull up in some whip, some some spaceship, some ride uh, of Batman's. Right. And right before he blasts uh, Steppenwolf, because they're going to make him probably save the day. He's going to blast him into smithereens. He's going to say, booyah. Oh, yeah. When a rocket comes about the plane or whatever he's flying, you are, and it hits a building or some of the bad guys, you already know. Yes, I put it at the hour 35-minute uh, mark is when we're going to yeah, get it. I can see that. Uh, things could really be... The the big old third act battle could be taken off around the hour and a half mark. That sounds crazy. That sounds like a comedy. Oh my goodness. So all right, so Black Adam and Suicide Squad might happen. We gonna see this Suicide Squad is just not turning out well. Lord Jesus. Start over. Will Smith leaves so we can get you on something else. Right. If he leaves and they still dare to try to keep those movies going forward, then there's something wrong with them. Wanted Will Smith in the Marvel Universe. <laughs> been perfect. It's still time. I don't know who he would have played. He should have been in Black Panther playing Chadwick's dad. <laughs> All right, moving on to another big franchise or universe or whatever, Star Wars. Uh, Ryan Johnson, who did, uh, yeah, who did Star Wars: The Last Jedi, which comes out in December. He is developing a new Star Wars trilogy after Episode Nine is done. So I guess they're going to be officially done with this this little uh, Skywalker nine films and move on to a different one. Do you see this series, or yeah, do you see the series being as anticipated as the original nine if it ever does come out? I don't think it's going to be as anticipated when this new trilogy came back, but if they still have some sort of connection where it looks like a Star Wars movie, I can see it still doing well. I know it ain't going to be Skywalker, but something where you can get a little, like maybe John Boyega's old man in it or 
<laughs> he the new Yoda. Yeah. Um, I think it depends on when it comes out. Because if they try to put it out, like, right after, even though, like, it seems like these Marvel movies start making more and more money each one that comes out, or at least, like, in the first week, I think with the uh, Star Wars, there'll be some fatigue. It'll be along the lines, like, we saw Rogue One. Like, Rogue One made a lot of money, but it didn't make numerical Star Wars money, because there's something about following those that the uh, those numbers in that series that make them s- people just they look at that like that that the staple those are the originals even if it's been 20 years since they made uh the episode three or whatnot so i think this the original series will or this new trilogy will definitely be anticipated but depending on when it comes out is where is what uh, I can see the anticipation waning slightly or a lot, but definitely still people are going to want to uh, love these movies. I mean, or, and go see them because we saw people hated the prequel series, but as soon as they announced that they were going to make these, uh, this new sequel trilogy to the original, people came out in droves even more than they did before. So if mm-hmm. even if these next two Star Wars movies are whack, which I doubt they'll be, I don't see the anticipation waning all that much. All right, moving on to some uh, darker news. Ridley Scott is removing Kevin Spacey from All the Money in the World, which is a movie that comes out in December. And he's just going (laughs) to go back, take... uh, They cast Christopher Plummer, I believe, to play the role that Kevin Spacey is playing in this already shot movie that has trailers out and everything. <laughs> They're going to go back, reshoot all the scenes that have Kevin Spacey in them, that, and they have to go back and get Mark Wahlberg and I uh, forget the actress that's in the movie, but they also have to come back to shoot these scenes all over again. That is crazy. For a movie that comes out in December. <laughs> that And I was just when I was watching Murder on the Orient Express, I saw the trailer for this movie, and it's like it's kind of it's kind of weird because the trailer they hide Kevin Spacey's face the whole time, <laughs> so it made me think like, oh, they went back and edited the trailer yeah. to make to make it seem like Kevin Spacey was never in the flick until the very end of the trailer is when they start highlighting his face. They have like a big reveal of it being him and whatnot. Uh-huh. So, my question to you is: Do you think this movie is actually going to make its release date? It shouldn't be able to. I don't see how that's possible, but maybe it ain't going to be that hard just to get... One, if I was the other actors, I'm like, I'm gonna, I don't really want to say this stuff again. <laughs> right. I already said it several times just to get the one shot that was going to be in the original movie. Like, yeah, it's not my fault Kevin Spacey was over here fondling yeah, boys left and right happening. for the last thousands of years. <laughs> Dang. Well, I mean, like, it's possible if they rush that editing. They already got it all sequenced right, so maybe they'll be able to do it. That's just crazy. You have to go back... Put a whole different person to reenact all these scenes. Who knows how many scenes they are? I think they said shooting will take like uh, days to like a couple weeks to do. They have to then get the movie edited, put together, and then ship off. This seems like a South Park type of scenario. South Park <laughs> literally makes all their episodes within the week and give it to Comedy Central right before it's supposed to air. Yeah. So I I think. Uh, I think if it gets pushed back, it'll get pushed back to like early January. My question is, do they really have high hopes for this movie? I mean, they probably don't care at this point. 
So they just. I, I would just throw it out there, like, do you, unless they really think it's gonna do make or have some serious award uh, season traction, or if they think it's gonna make money. I can already tell you it ain't making a bunch of money. <laughs> I don't know about the award season, but if anybody was gonna win awards for it, it looked like it would be Kevin Spacey. Yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe they're trying to just prevent that from happening. Like, we don't want you getting no acknowledgement for the good performance you put on. <laughs> this is crazy. Kevin Spacey's career is literally over. All because somebody came out on Harvey Weinstein and that just knocked the dominoes down. <laughs> that's what and all y'all, all y'all, that's what y'all get for thinking y'all could just talk to people however y'all want, mm-hmm. touch people however y'all want. Disgusting. Came back to haunt you in the most craziest way possible. <laughs> well, all right, well, Ridley Scott, he's isn't Ridley Scott old? Thanks, so. sir. I think really Scott's doing this because he has some allegation that's probably going to be a Bruin. So mm-hmm. when his name gets brought up and dragged through the mud, he mm-hmm. wants to take some of the tension away by saying, hey, I took Kevin Spacey out. Mm-hmm. Get his little final movie out. <laughs> this is crazy. So I guess I think the release date is December 22nd or December 12th. It's one of those. So look out for all the money in the world to see how that plays out because I ain't seen something like this before. Uh, all right anything else you want to touch on before we move on to the punishment segment i can think of all right so that means it is punishment segment time you got somebody you want to nominate because i only got one nominee so far nope all right my nominee is Mm. speaking of the sexual allegations one of the bigger names to get those thrown on him this week (laughs) louis ck bye louis <laughs> Comedian, whatever Gone. else you want to call him, his and he and his, or his name has been brought up, and he didn't deny it. He said he did it, and he basically took ownership of it and apologized. In, said in a terrible apology. <laughs> said he, he needs to use his fame better and uplift instead of just treating these women however he wants. It didn't work because all his content got removed off HBO. He's lucky enough to still have his content be on Netflix, but his his specials and stuff, or the new ones that are supposed to drop aren't happening, unless it's the other way around. I don't know. Um, He's been taken off of Secret Life of Pets 2, so we'll be hearing another leading voice in that movie. And basically, in the movie that he'd done, I forget what it was called, that got shelved, so that won't be released. Mm-mm-mm. All because of these sexual allegations on, I believe it was like five or six different women. It was weird. And what do you get for being weird? <laughs> so I guess, I don't know, I guess maybe the world was raised to treat women this way and didn't realize it till now that <laughs> it ain't bad. So yeah. uh, just if you ain't learned none from any of this, you really got to think about how you're talking to these people. <laughs> if you don't know these girls or these guys... Don't be joking around with them. <laughs> or don't be partially being serious with them. Yeah. Y'all better have all the manners in the world because these careers are ending. Can't Ooh. wait to see who's next. It better not be nobody I really like. Yeah, I'm going to cry. I can, I, I'm wondering if we might get like a suicide attempt off of this because this is, they're ending lives with this. Dang. This is crazy. So no more Louis C.K. I mean, if Bill if Bill Cosby survived with one eye already, yeah, that's... these other guys better not wimp out. <laughs> Y'all better put on a dis- disguise and try to be Joanna Man for the movie industry or something. 
And so, with all that being said, Louis C.K., you are on punishment, sir. You can go sit in the corner, and you as well, keep your hands under your lap and your mouth zipped shut. That's what that's what Kevin Spacey was saying yeah, to yeah, some of them fellas. <laughs> yeah. Oh Lord Jesus! And shout out to the Asian guy from uh, Star Trek too. Yeah, I didn't know you was like that, George Takei. I heard it. I didn't read it all the way, but they said his was one of the most gross, egregious <laughs> allegations of them all. So I wonder exactly what that was, but I'm too scared to read. <laughs> All right. Pretty crazy. So moving on to the Rotten Tomatoes segment of the show, we have to resolve. I know we have to resolve Murder on the Orient Express. I think Daddy's Home as well. Let me see. Daddy's Home. Yep. Murder on the Orient Express and Daddy's Home. But first, I finally got the total tally that we're at so far. And the score is 27 to 18 with me in the lead by nine. So we're coming down to the tell or the very end of the year. Let's see if you can catch up, Heinz. Wow, you suck! <laughs> All right, so first up, we got Murder on the Orient Express going on Rotten Tomato right Rotten Tomatoes right now. That is sitting at a fifty nine percent. So I. Gave it a forty-three percent. You gave it a seventy-four. So doing the math, oh I honestly goodness. wait. Definitely not me. Is it not you? Would you give it a forty-three? You got fifty-nine. So that's fifteen over. Yours is also fifteen. Oh, fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> so in the spirit of that, since we tied. I'll give you that one since since, uh, I'm winning right now. But so help me, gosh, if I come back to regret that, I will laugh (laughs) so hard. (laughs) So that now moves the total to, I mean, I'm doing my math, right? 74 minus 59 is 15. And then 59 minus 43 is not 15, it's 16. 16. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad I went back because if I would have kept that... Like I can't do a math, so either way, you still won. So <laughs> Dang, that's a very crazy range. We that's probably the furthest we've had. Oh my gosh, that was man, my math is bad. All right, so that does give you the 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 W there. So that moves your total up to nineteen. <laughs> Moving on to Daddy's home. Daddy's home. Daddy's wasn't that by Herpes? Was that wasn't that Herpes song? Usher. Oh, we singing two different daddies. <laughs> I'm singing a different version of Daddy's Gone from American Dad. Uh. <laughs> Where? <laughs> right. <laughs> but they had their shirts uh. or unbuttoned. Wait, is that song that I'm thinking of even called Daddy's Home? It's called something, Daddy. I don't know why. Daddy's coming home. It makes me feel uncomfortable with Usher saying, Daddy's yeah. Home. <laughs> All right, with Daddy's Home, that's sitting at a nice high 17% on Rotten Tomatoes right now. Um, I better not have said nothing high. <laughs> I gave it a 30%. Uh, 
Uh, I said like 50, <laughs> something wild. Yeah, he was close. You said 40%. So that gives me the W there moving the total, my total up to 28. Oh, gosh. And then we, next week, we already did Justice League. Uh, just a reminder, I gave it 60%. You gave it 50%. So uh, I'm regretting 50. <laughs> <laughs> so we will resolve that on the next episode. For this week, um, the only movie that doesn't have a review is some movie called The Star. And hmm. that is an animated feature <laughs> that looks trash. And it stars Steven Yoon. Chena Rodriguez, your boy Zachary Levi, or Levy, whatever his name is, Keegan-Michael Key, Kelly Clarkson, and... Kelly Clarkson? <laughs> and the cast for a while was like, no, this is a solid little cast. And Anthony Anderson. What is this? <laughs> it's a movie about... Is this a little Christian movie? They got donkeys and horses in it, and goats. Huh. So, anyways, so what are you giving the star? This feel like a movie that won't even have a review. <laughs> it ain't even gonna get no right. number. Uh, uh, I'd say like a thirty-three. Thirty-three percent for the star. Watch, it's gonna be like ninety something. <laughs> I mean, I think it says somebody won an Academy Award who worked on this movie, but that don't mean Jack Dilly to me. All right, so for the star, you said what again? 33. 33. For me, I got like a 49 on the brain. So I'm going to ride with 49% to your 33%. So we might see next week... um, we might resolve that one next week if we have some information on it. <laughs> All right. And then next week ain't much better because Coco's already sitting at 96%. Uh, I don't know what the uh, the Darkest Hour with Gary Oman is at 82. There's a movie by the name of The Man Who Invented Christmas. Let me see who's in this. <laughs> this is starring a yet another movie this year that stars Dan Stevens, okay. Christopher Plummer, Jonathan Price and Simon Callow, and it's PG. <sighs> this I don't is need a, me no PG movies. This is a Scrooge Christmas Carol type of movie. Huh. Yawn. <laughs> so you want to do this one, or you just want to leave it at the star? That would be so hard to call. What we just <laughs> leave it at the star for this movie? Okay, right? yep. Our forced Christmas movie. These, these would be two difficult movies. All right, so we're gonna see. Um. Is there anything coming out in the future? Polaroid's coming out. Does it? In uh, in the top of December. Polaroid. All right, we can go ahead and put that one on here. So what are you giving Polaroid? For one, them reviews are probably going to start rolling in before. <laughs> Polaroid. I got for for some reason today I got forties on the brain. So why you thinking the years? I'm I got forty six percent in my head for some reason. I got like twenty three. 
20? This may be whack. I mean, it is a horror movie that's coming out in December. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> I'm just, the concept looked aight, but we know them type of movies could easily be trash. Mm-hmm. So, all right, so for Polaroid, I'm going with a, what seems very high, 46%, <laughs> and you're riding with 23%. So, we shall see in a few weeks with that one. And those are the two movies, the star and Polaroid, so two very uh, movies. And we'll see what those get later down the line. <laughs> All right, I guess. Oh, you got any Blu-rays for this week? Um, we got Wind River. I was disappointed in that movie, so I'd say uh, my rent, just to verify that I didn't like it that much. Or it was cool, but you know, didn't like it as much as I expected to. We're about to lose to the Knicks again. <laughs> we got Brigsby Bear. I'd put that as a must-own. I definitely enjoyed that movie. Um, Kyle Mooney, or whatever his name is, I thought he killed it just with like having the same type of vibe he always has, but fit in real perfectly with this movie. So I'd put that as a must-own. And I do not like... Y'all got the Knicks... Jawing and feeling <laughs> super confident, and y'all can't do nothing about it but just <laughs> lose. Oh, Jesus. We have Atomic Blonde. I feel like this is on here every week. <laughs> <laughs> I really do feel like it came out multiple times already. I'd put that for me at a might rent, a high might rent, because I want to see the action scenes again, but I want to revisit the rest of the movie and see if my feelings about it have changed or stayed the same. And then you probably seen this movie, The Nut Job 2, Nutty by Nature. Why do they... <laughs> Some movies are just... Those are the type of movies that come to your head quickly because it's just so corny and dumb. Nutty by Nature. Oh, my gosh. I y'all could have de- just called it The Nut Job 2. Y'all could have just not made it. Yeah, that's true. Kept it pushing, but I definitely didn't see that movie. <laughs> And that's all we got for this week. I ain't seen nothing lately. I've just finally seen my 100th movie of the year this past week, and that was Bad Moms. Bad Moms, I'm bad slipping mom. on my pimping, but... Uh, all right, so you plan on... or What movie are you going to maybe try to see before next episode? That will be The Justice League. Oh, yeah. I instantly already forgot that came out. That is sad. <laughs> that movie ain't hyped no more. All right, it is, yep, Justice League for me, too. I'm not even going to try to think about the thousands of other movies that <laughs> came out that I haven't been able to see yet. All right, this has been another episode of the Leo B. Gyllenhaal, whatchamacallit. It is your boy, Leo Archibald, a.k.a. Young Denzel, a.k.a. O'Shea Bretz in the third, a.k.a. Slim Nady, a.k.a. Slim Pickens, a.k.a. Robert Balmain Jr., a.k.a. Mm. Belly Rollin', a.k.a. Silk Pajamas, a.k.a. Mr. I Do Walk on Water, uh, a.k.a. Big Reputation, Big Reputation, uh. oh, we got a big reputation now, and they heard about me, oh, I got some big enemies, take it away. No, thank you. Okay. Well, that flow reminds me of something <laughs> when you was playing that song. Flames? Uh, I know it reminds me. I can't remember. I'll look into it. Uh, But also, you already know it is. It's It's Kyle Knight Push a K. Kyle Knight, what's his face? Kyle Knight ate the creme brulee off a collection plate. Kyle Knight, Kyana. Kyle Knight, Osama. 
Carl Knight popped a wheelie on his Yokohama. Uh, why didn't you ask me about Kirk Cameron saving Christmas? Um, you got a movie coming up? Mm-hmm, it's coming out on Blu-ray or streaming or whatever this week. I didn't see it on there. It has a nice big 0% too. But. All his movies got that. It's cool breeze. <laughs> Two for 20 tall tees. I tried to unlock my mansion door with my boat. Got no mansion. He ain't got no boat. And it's Joaquin Pennysworth. Laugh till my kidneys hurt. No short dress, but the Lamborghini skirt. <sighs> it's Knife Guy. Watching Life of Pie. Don't drink, only take shots in a drive-by. It's Terry Hightower, Young Jack Bauer. I don't stack my bread as tall Stark Tower. It's Chadwick Flossman on Island Golfing. If you seen what I seen, you would die like a mahogany stain on a coffin. <laughs> I'll say it every week. That is crazy. No, it's about to be. Uh, and it's Kyle Knight, Kyrie Reese. Kyle Knight, five feet. Kyle Knight did a kickflip off the concrete. <laughs> <laughs> sweet lady, Won't would you be my sweet love for love for love for sweet lady? Would you be my my sweet love for a lifetime I'll be there when you need me Just call and receive me Alright, who sucks? Jai Courtney sucks. Mm-hmm. Miles Teller sucks. Nat Wolf sucks. Mm-hmm. Romney Malco sucks. Mm-hmm. Chingy sucks. Mm-hmm. Nina Dobrev sucks. Mm-hmm. You say Theo James? Theo James sucks. Alex Rose sucks. Shout outs to King Answer, the baby driver. Once again, you killed that first one. Uh, Logic song. Almost yeah, him killing future. spree. He'd probably kill a song with Future if Future was man enough to get Ansel on there. Yeah, everybody afraid to get Ansel on there because you know what Ansel do when he get on that track. He wreck it. He catching. Ralph. I ain't going to finish my sentence. <sighs> Anywho, as we speak, the Cavs are down 69-49 to 49 to the Knicks. They are down 20 points because <laughs> Doug McDermott is getting busy. Uh, the Knicks a have a lot of work. The Knicks have a better record than the Cavs right now. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, this is whatever. All right, so before I get even more stressed out from this game, got to end this off with, uh, yeah, go see Justice League. That's like when, uh, <laughs> that was supposed to be, yeah, but that's like when people uh, remake the beats on their own. <laughs> and kind of sound off. <laughs> like, that sounds generic.